Hi everyone and welcome to SAMA, a program which invites an expert each week to discuss a topic from their area of expertise. This week we are delighted to have Steve Richards as our guest expert. He's going to talk about dream time healing using holographic kinetics. It's something that I know nothing about and I'm sure many of you are also keen to know more about it. So welcome to our show Steve, it's fantastic to have you with us. Thank you. Now you're the founder of Dream Time Healing using holographic kinetics. You've been awarded a 2005 Life Award Certificate for Commendation. That's a big deal, isn't it, for by suicide prevention in Australia? You, that you, was in Aboriginal communities. You know, dream Time Healing used holographic kinetics. Is There's 60,000 years of Aboriginal culture of understanding before we actually started to communicate word-wise. Everything was communicated to through spirit, to the spirit of the trees, the rocks, the plants, Everything's alive. So yes. that's how they communicate telepathically wise. Yes. Then we learn to talk, and of course, as we learn to talk, well, of course, you don't use it, you lose it. So over time, man started losing a lot of this internal knowledge and communication. It's still there in the blood of most Aborigines. So it's understanding the dream time healing is understanding the cultural beliefs and practices that have had for 60,000 years. Holographic kinetics, one step further. Yes. And that's by taking the knowledge, and I've spent 50 years to understand the science behind the knowledge yes. and how to apply the science. And there's actually a science. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very remarkable what you're doing. Now, you've, in 2007, you were nominated for Australian of the Year, which is amazing. So there's, I'm, I'm interested to know, how did you get into the place where you are now? I've spent a lifetime of understanding what's in my own blood and what I could do. And it started as a four-year-old. I can still remember my mother sat me down and said, how do you know these things are happening? Because I was telling her the future before it happened. Yes. And my comment at the time was, well, doesn't everybody remember the past? She said, no, God, I remember the past. I remember who I was. I remember the past lives, who I was. Right. Um, I was one of the old clever men of the past and I knew all the old ways. Yes. And it came through with me. And when I was eight, I could make water go in my finger without touching it. By the time I was a teenager, I was doing mind magic. Hilarious things at parties. But the question is, what am I doing and how am I doing it? Because no one ever taught me. Yes. It was just in my knowingness of my bloodline, knowing what to do. So I spent 50 years to understand the science behind how it actually works. And it is a science. Yes. It's linked to universal maths and geometry. But our culture didn't understand that. Our culture just knew we could do it. And that's the difference. And today we take it to whole new levels, far beyond what I've expected. You know, my, my thing was when I was a 15 year old boy, I, one, of my, one of my best friends, he had his mother was in a mental institution. Yes. And I went to the mental institution to visit her. Yes. And I saw these things, and I saw a lot of things that really were out of our reality. Yes. And a little voice in here, my spirit saying, you can fix this, you can fix this. And my thing was, I wanted to turn around mental health. Yes. And today we have. Today we go far beyond anything our mental health Western approach understands. Because it's not understanding that man is actually a multidimensional being in a multidimensional world. Yes. If I ask you to hand me a thought, that's invisible. Yes. You can't hand it to me. That's right. You can only hand to me what you've created from that thought when you bring it into reality. Yes. So everything is first up in this invisible world, then it transmits, transmutes through into the visible world. Yes. And what we see today is the visible. Well, a Western approach to mental health is look at the visible world and try and change it. No. You need to go back to the cause, the effect of the dimensions of where something was first created, look at it back at its juncture and change the dimension in the invisible that then flows onto the visible. Massive changes. <laughs> that sounds very complicated, actually. When you, when you when you say oh, this is the second time I've heard you say this to me, and it's still hard. It's not well, I've I've trained thirteen hundred students yes. from forty two countries around the world. Yes. Wow. It can be reproduced. Yes. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of people. So you've used your natural. Your intuition, is it? Would you call it an intuition, your ability that you have? No, 
it's it's spirit. You understand that. You know, people look at you and they think Aboriginal could be black. Well, you've got to understand the white Australian policy. Mm. The white Australian policy that came out here from England was there's a half caste, there's a quarter caste, there's eight, there's brooded out of them. In other words, it was a matter of taking the culture, taking them away in what's known as stolen generation. Then through stolen generation, integrating them into society, so as you crossbred them. And eventually you breed out the black, but you can't breed out the spirit. You know, just that action alone has created a whole new mental health problems I'm seeing today, right. and it's called a lack of identity. Mm. You've, got, you've got over a million people in this country that don't know who they are. Because inside, you've got the bloodline of the Aboriginal culture, and yet outside, they're light-skinned. And most corroborates you go to today, people are light-skinned. It's only if you go into really outback communities that you're going to really meet full black Aboriginal people. Right. And even then, I've had full blood Aboriginal people on my table, past life. One's a Scotsman, one's an Irishman, one's a light horseman. You're in the body you need to be in for the lessons you need to learn. So the vehicle's different to the spirit. Okay. The spirit comes through time, taking all the different vehicles. Every lifetime you have, you have a different mother and father, therefore you have a different soul. You have a different vehicle and different experiences. See, the word psychiatry and psychology is studying the soul. And the soul are the experiences you have within the vehicle you've got to the body. But every lifetime and every reincarnation, you have a different body, therefore you have a different soul. That's interesting. You're differentiating between spirit and soul. Totally different. The soul... The day you're born, you are the hologram, you know, you're the holographic memory of all your ancestors through time. Mm. We can bring through the great, great, great grandmother and have a talking out of your body because we access the fractals of the hologram and you're the hologram. Now, she's telling us about the stolen generation back in time and they've taken away the children. She's crying her eyes out on the table through the person and she shuts down. Now, cases like this, that passes down with science now called epigenetics. It passes down the generational line and they can't associate with the children. We loop time on the dimension because it was about the dimension. We go back to the start of the dimension. Dimension's running this way. We loop it outside time at right angles, put another dimension, and we change the dimension. That particular woman goes on working with the youth to become Australian of the Year. Very powerful process in what it's doing. Wow. Now, in the very beginning... You talked about communication and through okay, sorry. communication, what we're doing now, and, and through language, we lost an ability. That's correct. And, and that ability was to communicate with all things. Everything in nature is alive. You know, one of the things I teach my students is I'm when I'm talking to their, their spirit on the table, access it, I'm talking to it. It tells them how, where, when, and why they set up the issues they've got. Now, those issues could have come down the epigenetic line of the ancestors mm. and now sets up the cycles of similarity or it could have come in through spiritual past life into the vehicle. The spirit, when it comes in, is linked to the heart. It is the spark of life at the moment of conception. Without the spirit, you are dead. When the spirit departs a tree, it is dead. When the spirit departs a cockroach, it's dead. When it departs a blade of grass, it's dead. But the life form that gives you life is the spirit linked to the heart. So it comes in with all the memories of all your different vehicles through time. Now you can have, what we've found is a mathematical formula. We've found that if we have a major trauma in the first three and a half years, then we virtually can guarantee and we'll send you back in time to see what you did to set it up. In other words, if you're violent to your children in the past life, then you're liable to born to parents in this life, they'll be violent to you so you learn the lessons of what you created in the past. Now, the first seven years, you know, we go to children's hospital, the doctors say, we have no idea what's wrong with half the children in here. My comment is, spirit brings trauma through from the past life, death trauma usually, and sets it up in the first seven years. Once it's set up, we now have the cycles of similarity because that dimension's been activated. It's never been cleared. So it's now going to repeat the cycles of similarity for its own survival. And you're stuck in time. If you go back and listen to the prisoners, the prison system, and the judge says, do you have anything to say before I pass sentence? 
And this is what you hear. I don't know your honour, why I keep doing the same thing over and over. It's his spirit saying, I'm stuck in time. I don't know your honour, I have a few beers, it's like somebody takes over. It does. But no one's listening to understand what's happening on the invisible. They're only looking at this visible world and trying to understand the visible world with the analytical minds of the headspace of the ego. It doesn't do anything. They're not going to learn. Because every creation is unique and different. Every creation comes from the individual being. And every creation had a start at the beginning of that dimension and it's growing through time. Now, some dimensions can be for thousands of years. In other words, let's just go back. Let's say 30,000 years ago, you were doing rituals. And through those rituals, you entered a game of another. And you enter another dimension where these bees take over and you're sacrificing people. Once that dimension starts, it's going through time. 30,000 years later, you're still born under that dimension because one of the universal laws is who you enter the dimension of another becomes governed by the laws of that dimension. The other law is that he who's born under the dimension of another is governed by the laws of that dimension. So the moment you're born under that dimension, it's going to activate itself again every lifetime to get you into rituals. Until we unfold time and space back 30,000 years ago, we loop time on the dimension, put you outside time, and we change that dimension from occurring in the future. But to understand that, you've got to understand what I call the three dimensions of time. Deja vu. It's all happened before. Over here is a past, present, future past. Now it's repeating itself in the now, the past, present, future of the deja vu. It's happened before, it's happening now. And over here it's going to happen again in the future. But if we in the present change the past, we create a whole new outcome for the future from today on. Instant changes. Right. So how do you do it? <laughs> how do you physically we, do it? We, we do, when a client comes to us, my thing is, all I want to know is what's affecting you. Short and sweet, I don't want a big conversation. I couldn't care if your grandmother did 30 years ago or anyone else. I want to know what's affecting you now. You give me what's affecting you now, then I'll, I'll ask, I'll get permission from you and your spirit. Then I'll ask your spirit on my barometer chart, what's your motion into that dimension? It'll tell me. Then I'll go and ask, what age was activated? It might say, Two months during conception. Thank you, little spirit. So I go around two points in the back of the neck, I'll sit there, hold the head. Spirit, go there, go there now. What's happening? Two years old. Sorry, two months during conception. Little spirit's talking. Mum and dad are talking, having, talking about having me aborted. Thank you, little spirit. So, how's it make you feel? Then they break down crying, not wanted, all their life, not wanted, is locked in from that moment in time. You know, we had one the other day, really fascinating, because I've had, I've had this. People over the years had these fear of spiders. And we had one the other day, fear of spiders. Okay, we're going back. And it took us back to the moment of conception. Oh, sorry, the moment of birth. And the little the little child didn't want to come out. He liked it inside, didn't want to come out. Anyway, a bit of a struggle for the birth. And um, as we're doing it, I've noticed the hands doing this. And all of a sudden, oh, my God, just realised, you know, what's happening is this is a doctor's hands on his head helping it to come out, but to the baby, it's like a spider on the head. And it's got fear of spiders all its life from that moment in time. Its spirit took us back to that moment to show us where that came from. Until we change it, it means we clear it. And all of a sudden, spirit, fear of spiders will be gone. You know, we had a eight-year-old boy the other day. Mummy, mummy, I don't want to die at 18. She's not going to die at 18. Yes, I am. Mum, I'm going to die at 18. I don't want to die at 18. Don't be silly. Anyway, she brought him to me. I put him on the table. He went straight back to a past life 18. Thank you. What's happening? I'm a soldier. What's happening? I'm going to war. What's happening? I'm in a plane going to war and the plane shot down. Thank you. As the plane's going down, how do you feel? I'm petrified of going to die. Bang. He's stuck in that moment of time. We unfold time and space, put him outside time, change it instantly. That fear of dying disappeared. People are stuck in moments of time. So you unfold time and space. We can unfold time and space on a dimension, yes. And the other thing that takes place then, of course, is that we, have, we are multidimensional beings in a multidimensional world. Now, when you, start, when you start taking drugs and alcohol and doing rituals and calling things in, you open wormholes in other dimensions and you let other beings into this dimension. 
Oh, no. Now take over. And you can arrange a different beans out. Very powerful beans out of them. And we bring them up, find out. Your spirit will tell you how, where, when and why you let them in. We find it, we bring them up. And then we go process of reading them right so we, they can't invade other bodies. And uh, and then we release them. So once more, once we release them, no more voices. I've been in high security prisons. People mentally insane, voices in the head. And again, we go in and we look at the voices in the head. Let's find out what they're linked to. Sometimes they're spirits. Sometimes they're entities. Sometimes they're bigger and more powerful beings. The whole range of things in other dimensions. We find them, we take them out, and all of a sudden, no more voices. And they've been released. See, our mental health system today classifies these people as bipolar, schizophrenic, multiple personalities, um, compulsive disorder, a whole range of other labels. And to me, they're actually misdiagnosing people because we can prove that these things exist. Not only can we prove it, but we've got photos of a pregnant woman here with this thing in there attached to the baby. And we're aware of these things. They grow up with the baby and they take over. As the child gets older, you hear the parents say, he's turning into a little monster. Little do they realise what they're saying. And what happens as the child gets older, it's doing things. And when you say, why did you do that? It wasn't me, mummy. Something made me do it. Go back and have a look at every major shooting you've had. And how many of those people have said something took over, it wasn't me? Because we're dealing with things in other dimensions. We can clear these things easy. Because you know what you're doing. I teach my students how to deal with these, how to find them, how to give people back you know, their own vehicle and not allow the manipulation of other vehicles, of other beings and other dimensions to take place. It does. Wow. And this, this started, the grassroots of your, of what you do started from your, the background of what the ancient Aborigines were doing. As I, as I said, with the spirit coming through time, I had full memories of my own past of who I was. Now through the genetic line, my great grandmother was taken away by Aboriginal protection agents at the age of eight, part of stolen generation. Mm. She found in horse shackles behind a general store because they couldn't control her. She wanted to run away. Yeah. They sold her for half the price he just sold his skins for, and she became what's known as, as the drover's boy. They were allowed, not allowed to take women, so they'd cut their hair short and make them what's known as the drover's boy. And she fell 15, at 15 she fell pregnant, and she, sorry, she fell pregnant, she died giving birth to my grandmother at 15. Mm. Now my grandmother was brought up in a cattle station, very well educated by the church. But the maids, servants, the butlers, the gardeners, the clever men and the elders took her under the wing. And they taught her the old ways. Now, as I'd grow up, she'd talk about the old ways. Myself and my sister. Mm. The old ways of both of us. And she used to say, you've got a very big task ahead of you. Little did we understand the time, because we were only seven or eight years old. Yeah. But um, as it went on, my sister ended up going to Africa and opened the biggest orphanage in the world in Africa. I'm Irene Gleason up in Uganda, in Kingcombe. I've gone ahead, and my role was to try and get this back into our culture because our culture has lost the knowledge. They've been deprogrammed, reprogrammed, and part of the deprogramming they used to tell them, you're evil, you're in a black magic, you're in a witchcraft. No, they knew law. Law was how the universe worked and the knowledge of this universe. You know, we just did an experiment the other day, first time ever with Japan and with water crystals. And we had them put a vial on a desk in Japan. We saw the spirit of the water in on the table. Of course, if something wrong with the water, they wouldn't know what it was. We asked them what it was, it told us. We went in, we changed the frequency of it. We then put some programs into the water and sent it back. Mm. They did 12 photos before and 12 after. And you should have seen the massive changes that we made to the water from Australia to Japan through accessing spirit through internal hyperspace. Not just did it talk to us, but it did something that's never been done before. Mm. And, and in one of the crystals, it showed a rod. And we couldn't quite work out what the rod was. We went back to the photo before that. And the photo before that was this really unusual looking, dirty looking crystal with a hole in the middle full of black gunk. Now, when we started through, the water had said, there's poison in the pipe. And all of a sudden we realized it's actually, the rod is a pipe. It's actually shown as a pipe with the toxins on in the water. 
and that's something you'll do more experiments some more next week and we'll continue on um, doing what we're doing in this area. But again, everything is alive. And once you understand being alive, then you understand how to access it. Let's go back to the dream time. Mm. In the dream time, Aboriginal culture was sitting around the fireplace. Not the fireplace, but the fire. And they'd put out through the dream time the spirit of the animal. And the next day, the animal donates itself. And there's your lunch. The soul is in fight or flight. But the spirit donates the vehicle. That means the spirit moves up the octave scale to another level. Now, if you kill the animal without permission, then what takes place? The universe steps in and says, hang on. He has the right to live his full life. So therefore, because you've destroyed his vehicle, he can take yours. So he can jump you. Now he jumps your vehicle. And we have people out there barking like a dog and plucking like a chicken called Tourette's. We go and take the animal spirit out of these people and there's no more barking like a dog and plucking like a chicken. Let's do your soul to the wall. You could have a 200,000 soul and suffering mental trauma in America. Now in America, You've got to understand the game. I've worked on soldiers in America from Afghanistan, from Iraq, Somalia, out here, from Vietnam War. And let's take Vietnam War. I have soldiers on my table and I have spirits of Viet Cong speaking Vietnamese out of the body. You see, the moment they shot him, they violated law and that spirit has a right to jump the body. Now, if he has any alcohol or drugs and he's defensive, then that spirit can take over, make him kill those close to him or himself. You've really got to understand the multi-dimensions of our world and our Western system has no idea what it's dealing with or does it? That's the other question. Because we know the military know these things are here. And to do that, let's go back and research. Let's research Vietnam. Let's research the young 18-year-olds on the helicopter gunships. And they gave them these night goggles based on photons on the infrared level. And they fly across Vietnam and they see what they think were snipers in the tree and they'd open up. Next thing, these things are attacking the helicopters. And these young 18 year old guys are freaking out. And they end up shooting down other helicopters. After it happened a few times, they started putting cameras in the lenses of the photons. And when they captured on the infrared level, or these eight to 10 foot beams with wings and demonic features, attacking the helicopter and pointing at each other, communicating how to attack it from different angles. Now, they've got the records of all that. The military have it all, they know it's there. Why do you think they change from photons to electrons in night scopes? So you see through electrons, the night vision and not the photons, which is the infrared level. <laughs> <laughs> this is something which um which um which is quite 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 um profound i guess if it's if it's real eight, eight to ten foot size bees with demonic demonic features well listen you go back in time way back in time look at all the, the drawings of these beings that were there but the fact is that we are multi-dimensional beings in a multi-dimensional world we have these beings in humans at times and we take them out to understand how the game goes. This is our world and our dimension. If anything comes into our dimension, it's governed by the laws of our dimension. You know, when you go further, you've got, you've got extraterrestrials, extra-dimensionals and interdimensionals. Well, we teach our students how to deal with interdimensionals, that are beings that are invading human bodies, and how to deal with them and take them out. And believe me, we have had some monstrous things virtually shapeshift on the table at times, hissing and spitting at us. You know, it's understand how the universe works and the laws of the universe. This is our world. This is our dimension. They come into our dimension. They can be dealt with within our dimension by us. If you're trained and you understand how to deal with this, if you, they need you to open the doors to enter into their dimension. So what do they do? Drugs, alcohol, rituals, even secret societies. You enter the game and you're taken over. I mean, you think men are running our world? I've got news for you. They're not. But what's running there is running.
It takes us to a whole new level. You know, we are in a world which is a multidimensional world. You yourself, as a being, are a multidimensional being. If I take photos of you with Killian photography, I'm going to see seven colours around you. Six around through the side, through the side, which blend all together. And the seventh is the two forces together, change the seven, which is physical reality. You have other invisible bodies around you. Now, we know that through killing photography, we can photograph some of those around the energy, around the hands and the body with that. But when you go in and you start working with other areas and understand how to access the dimensions of the invisible body, you can find other things in the field of humans. You know, we shouldn't today, with the knowledge we've got, we should not have mental health problems. We understand, as I said, I've been in high security prisons for mentally insane. You know, I was awarded the 2005 Life Awards Suicide Prevention Australia for turning suicides around Aboriginal communities by taking out things, things, I say things from other dimensions that were taking out these kids, finding them and taking them out. And for 14 months, never had one attempt at suicide. I don't know after that, but, but I mean, 14 months later, we went back and the community police came to us and said, before you came, we're averaging three attempted suicides a week. We have not had one attempted suicide in 14 months since you cleaned our community. Right. We've things interdimensionally running whole communities. It's a multidimensional world, unless we start to understand how it works. Right. And it's got nothing to do with religion, believe me. This has nothing to do with religion whatsoever. Keep religion out of this. This is purely simply understanding that man is a multidimensional being in a multidimensional world. It's a science. We can photograph you with killing photographers and see all the energies around you. Right. We have done cases with people before and after sessions with killing photography. It's the energy field before, the energy field after. Totally different. Like the water the other day. Totally different. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that when you go... An entity that's in a dimension has to is governed by the laws of that dimension. That's right. So how can these insects that were eight to ten feet in size? They're not insects. Oh well, They're like on a dimension. Oh, you, you've really got to go back in time and really look. Go to New York at the Geological Museum, and you know what it states? It states science where it once on the moon bounced off the Earth. Well, when the moon bounced off the earth, what took place? The Bentley ball effect. The moon stopped, the earth moved into a new dimension, settled down. This world, this world belonged to other beings in that dimension. When it moved to a new dimension, it became this physical, molecular, mortal world that we live in. The others are still here in another dimension, but they can come through to this dimension. Let's go back and have a look at CERN. What's CERN doing? What's CERN doing today? It's opening wormholes into other dimensions. Do we have military in other dimensions today? Think about it. You've really got to understand what's going on in our world and the multi-dimensions of our world. It's not just a physical molecular mortal world we're living in. And... If you can understand, and the fact is we do have extraterrestrial, extra-dimensionals and interdimensionals, and therefore we deal with the interdimensionals that are interfering with human bodies, and we're clearing those, which are results of 95% of mental health problems. We really need people trained in every single country around the world to understand mental health in its true form and how to make the changes. Okay, can we go through the mechanics, please? When someone comes to you, they've got the label of having some form of mental health issue. Let's say, we'll take an example of a chappie that's got voices in his head and the voices are telling him to do things that aren't nice things. So he, so he, he comes to you. What do you do on the, on the, on the, on the mechanical side? What, what do you do with him? Well, the first thing I do with the person is, once more, as I stated, I'm going to get permission to work with a person first off on the model levels. Yes. I'm going to ask him what's affecting you. Now, if he says I have voice in the head, all right, no problem. I might just ask, how long the voice has been there for? Since birth. Okay, no problems. What else is affecting you? 
I'll, I'll get I'll get maybe three, four, five things with client mm. that are affecting them. Yeah. And I'm going to ask the spirit, which is a priority. It'll tell me. How do you and ask the spirit? Well, that, may, that may not be the priority, the voice in the head. Mm. But where it takes me could take me back to where the voice in the head came from as a priority. And the voice in the head, they could have come in many ways. They could have come in, and quite often we find, just take a young baby, first year of birth, and we send a person back, one year old. Thank you. What's happening? Oh, I've got the wrong parents. I don't want to be here. Well, first off, the first law is law of intent. When that intent of thought process is, I don't want to be here, that is an inv invitation for other beings that do. And that's where a lot of things can come in. I wish I was dead. That's an invitation for something that wants to live. There's a whole range of beings waiting to come through and need bodies. I wish I had a friend. That's an invitation for a little friend to appear. And the little friend appears with the kids, with the kid all life as a little friend. So what takes place is the invitation. First is law of intent. The second is the duality. When any two parts, you and spirit agree, creates a triangle. That triangle is a law of agreement, and the law of agreement is valid through time and space for eternity. Until you unfold time and space to where the agreement came from. And you break it at its juncture and create new dimension for the future from that moment on. So we go in, we look at what the issues are, where they came from. Now, sometimes we find that they can be transferred, some of these beings. To understand that again, let's go back. A thought becomes a thought form. A thought form becomes a life form. Once a life form is created, the universe says, hang on, this is a life form has a right to survive. You are the host because you created it. So now your action and your reactions, your actions and your reactions are feeding with intelligence. It's learning what makes you tick. As it learns what makes you tick, it evolves and eventually becomes an internal entity where it can take over as a compulsive disorder, bipolar, schizophrenia. You name it, there's its labels. But you've got an intelligence source that's taken over and it's learning by you what makes you tick. It eventually wants to take over the whole of you because it wants the whole body. Everything wants a body. Everything's evolving. Everything's growing. So there's your internal entity. You might let him loose one day. I often hear people say, that's it, no more, and they let go of it. Now he's external. He needs to find a body. So he heads down a local pub. You know, someone on alcohol and drugs, party time. He jumps a body. Thank you. Now he's the external. So first off, your thoughts create life forms that can evolve and take over you. We find them. They're a simple process. Take them out. But then we have other beings out there. If you kill an animal, say you killed an animal 500 years ago. I'll give you an example. Look, I had a man come to me and he says, look at this. He's got stitches there, stitches there. Both his arms snap backwards, three broken ribs by an invisible force. I said, that's a good one. I said, what happened? I went to a party nine years ago. I got drunk. I woke up in the morning with me and my chest felt the living daylights out of me and accused me of stealing. I have no idea what he was talking about, but I've never been so petrified in my entire life. From that day on, this thing would surface. It was huge. It picked me up and threw me down flights of stairs. It broke both my arms, broke three of my ribs. Another time, jumped into my girlfriend, ripped hunks of hair out of me, clawed me. It's huge. I want to get rid of it. I said, I bet you do. Get on the table. So I went on and locked onto the man's back points back here in the forehead. And I called it up. And the next minute, he's physically starting to shapeshift on the table. His mouth started moving outwards as yawning and he's belching 20 times my size, belching away on the table. I thought, what in the hell have I got here? Spirit, how far back in time this takes place? And speaking out of me, Spirit said, 1,500 years ago. Thank you, Spirit. Go there. What happened? I'm a hunter. What happened? I hunted down a bear. What happened? I got close to the bear. I thought it was dead. It was still alive. It turned on me. Bit of my right arm, bit of my left arm, and clawed me to death. Thank you. What's it tell me? Universal mass. Singular is a bear. The singular is a man. They've integrated together. There's your triangle. There's a universe of reality. They're both in this universe of fear, asleep for 1,500 years. Nine years ago, when he'd never been so petrified, like an old record plate activated that dimension, spirit of bears being activated, he wants out, surrounding me on the
Oops, open an internet problem. Then I had to get me and go back 1500 years, change the past and present for the future. I had to get them to integrate into that dimension of reality for the future and release the spirit of the bear. The moment I release the spirit of the bear, man says, oh my God, makes so much sense. I've had nightmares for years about being attacked by a bear. But that's not all. Look at this. He took his shirt off. Well, his chest, his back, his backside covered in hairs one and a half inches long. The spirit of the bear and the man morphed together into one field. So it's actually physically morphing through. That's just one of many. Wow. That's, that's quite... Are you a vegetarian, Steve? Say again? Are you a vegetarian? No, 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 no. I like my meat. So... My partner's a vegetarian. Okay. But I don't kill the animal. I'm not killing the animal. You've got to remember one thing through the octaves of time. When the spirit and the animal, it may have chosen to enter that animal so it could grow, could learn, be whatever it was as a cow, and donate its vehicle for the future, and it evolves at the next level. If you go back in nature, everything is evolving, but everything in nature becomes the vehicle, the soul, the vehicle itself becomes a food source, a blade of grass, the mosquito, and the bird. The bird with the cat, the cat with the dog. Do you know, everything is real. Everything's donated its vehicle for sustenance for something else within that dimension or another dimension. Well, that's true, but plants aren't sentient beings, are they? Say that again. Are plants aren't sentient beings? Plant, plants, plants also. The spirit of plant donates its vehicle. You know, I teach my students, it's quite often, you know, we might be somewhere and we'll say we get a tree in. And I'll have a tree talking out of the body on the table. People say, how can you do that? Well, watch this. Just say you're a mini miner and, and your partner is a semi-trailer. Let's pull up a set of lots. Now you're in the mini and that partner's in the semi. Let's drag. The mini's designed to get out of the traffic real fast, get up the next set of lights and the semi's just ticking off, moving through the gears, pulling a 40-tonne load. You got the next set of lights, you swap drivers. Now you're in the semi, and the other person's in the mini. We just swap drivers. This vehicle of yours can speak to me in English. If I bring the spirit of a tree and put it in that body, it'll talk to me in English. That's like we did the water the other day in Japan. We started the water from Japan in on the table, worked on the water, and sent it back and changed the water. We are working with kids around the world with problems. We serve them into a student on the table. We work on them, we send them back. How do we do that? Because spirit is linked to internal hyperspace. It's not governed by time nor space or this physical reality. How many dimensions are there? Multiple, endless. Every time you create a thought, it's in its own dimension of time. It could be for one second, it could be for one year, it can be for a hundred years. It can be a thousand years. Once you've created a life form which is growing in the invisible, it's going to keep growing in its own dimension of time until we let go of it or take it back to its juncture and clear it from the juncture. So all these, all these medications that these people that have got mental issues, they're going to do nothing apart well, that, from... That takes me to a whole new level again. You see, and again... Einstein once said, every experiment we did was influenced by the observer in the room. Now think about it. Whoever's made that medication, what's the thought process and the intent that's put into that medication? And because it's created, it's alive. And because it's alive, it seeks its own survival. So what's that tell me metaphysically? Sleeping tablets. You take sleeping tablets because you can't sleep. And the sleeping tablets are alive and they say, I need to keep you awake until you feed me, then I'm going to give you a rest. Antidepressants. I'm going to make you depressed until you feed me, then I'll give you a break. When you start looking at it from a whole different angle, then you start to deal under universal laws with some of these medication and drugs. If you go to a factory that makes these drugs, which I have done, the... Oh, if you go to a factory that makes drugs, uh, these drugs are flying out. There's, there's no human interaction or personal intent with each individual tablet because they're being pumped out by the thousands every, every minute. You've got to understand one thing. 
cause effect. Universal law, cause effect. Effect is a medication. Why you take it? And what's the cause? Now, if you came to me and I cleared the cause, why do you need the effect? Understand? You <laughs> have the maybe <laughs> there for thirty years, and it's never been cleared. You've got to go back to the cause of where something came from. You've got to unfold time and space, and you clear the dimension so it no longer affects your future from the day on. I understand uh, rooting, uh, treating the root cause, but to unfold uh, space and time dimensions, that's where my head, I have to confess, starts spinning a little bit. How, how again, to the mechanics. Okay, what, what, I'm going to show you something. Okay, right now, just take our world. Okay. Okay, our world has been going around and around and around and around and around and it's getting smaller and smaller. Right now, right now our world at this present state is we are in the world where as time is spinning, I'm trying to find this for you one moment, if I can. Yeah. Just look at this. So eventually we go from here, we're going round and we're down here right now. We're down small So what happens is time is speeding up because that dimension is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Time's speeding up. Now, we're down to the bottom where we're preparing for a change right now. And that change means we're going to go, we'll be going like this. We're now slowing down and we're starting on the yin yang to reverse polarity. And once that happens, time will speed up. Sorry, time will slow down and we're bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And millions of years from now, we'll enter the world of giganticism. Understand? Everything is cycles of time. The moment you have a thought, it repeats, it repeats, and it's building up momentum as it builds up exactly the same way as above as below. It's building momentum. That thought has grown into a most powerful life form that can be affecting you today. Until you go back to where it came from, loop time on the dimension at its juncture, and then put it outside time at right angles. See, seven represents the change. So you've got to move it through the seven, which is the right angles of time. How? Knowing how to do it. Okay. <laughs> You got to, yeah, it's not a matter of just saying this is what you go ahead and do it. My God, we'd have a world of chaos if you did that. Yeah. No, it's a matter of training our students correctly and understanding. That's why it takes seven days just for the basics now training, but we teach them. Okay. I guess you've, the very first thing is the ability of speaking to to the um, the sentient beings that you've which you're controlling, which are put, putting voices in your head or controlling your actions of your, or thoughts of your body. We're not worrying about them, fellas. We're worrying about how you let him in. Oh, okay. What did you do to let him in? Because he can't get in unless you let him in. Okay. You open the door somewhere. So we're going to go back in time to find out where you open the door and why. Mm. Once we find out where you open the door and why, we change that dimension, put you outside time. Then we go in after what's come in, and then we take him out, and all of a sudden, no more voices. Okay. If you don't change the dimension, you'll set up again. Okay. Okay. Now, before, um, before language, how do people communicate? Telepathy. And telepathy was really with spirit. You actually acknowledge the life form of the trees, the life form of the animals. Everything is acknowledged. You know, we had a case in Western Australia uh, a few years ago, and uh, they found a, a dead man under the tree. Anyway, all these ambulances and police there. And the Aboriginal lad coming up. And he saw the police cars, the ambulance. He, he walked over, said, what's up? What's up? They said, I found somebody under the tree. He said, who done it? They don't know. Oh. So he sat down under the tree. He sat there about 10 to 15 minutes under the tree. And he calls the police over. Come over, he said, man riding bicycle, scar down here, funny hat on head. He done it. And the police remembered someone riding around the town the day before. So went in town, found him, pulled him in, and he confessed. They come to the Aboriginal lad and they said, how did you know that happened? He said, I asked a tree, it saw it all. 
<laughs> no more secrets of nature when you understand how to communicate with nature. Gosh. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it's endless. It's endless the areas we're going to. Mm. You know, we have had people that were suffering by, not sound, Tourette's. We've had people that suffered from bipolar. We've had people suffering epileptic fits yeah. on a number of occasions. Yeah. Six months out of the normal system. One session with us, we found what was in there. We were trying to jump the bean, took it out. The yeah. bean skilled for three years without a fit. Now it's throwing a fit every two and a half hours. This is one of many. Now we've cleared many people epilepsy by finding other dimensions that are coming through and trying to jump the body. You've got to understand our world is a multidimensional world. And our no. culture always knew that. It was common for our culture. You go to the Royal Commission, you know the Royal Commission states? It states that we need to understand Aboriginal culture and the beliefs and practices of mentally ill are not mentally ill, but spiritually ill. Due to forces outside of their control. They're fully aware of this. And yet there's nobody in the mainstream system that understands it. They want to put the spiel across onto their system and try to put the analytical world of what they know into it without acknowledging, understanding. And it's not just Australian Aboriginal, American Indian, the Inuits in Canada. There are many cultures around the world that are aware of these multiple dimensions. Now you're talking about multiple dimensions of things that are close to that person, but is it like, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Like if you're saying with reincarnation, if you get born into a different body it can be anywhere in the world or is it always okay anywhere you can be born anywhere mm. you know as i said we've taken aboriginal people back and one was a scotsman one's an irishman one's a light horseman and today they're black as the ace of spades mm. because the genetic line's black but the spirit that came in need to learn the lesson and what i found there back in time is that back in time in australia you could go out and get an aboriginal hunting license and you go shooting aborigines for the weekend Yes, incredible. So you see, that's Aboriginal spirit's going to jump you. Yeah. Now, when you die, the universe steps in and says, okay, so your white fellow like shooting black fellow, you come back as a black fellow. Thank you. But those spirits are in your field. The moment you have any alcohol or drugs and your defences are down, they take over. They make you pick a fight with someone. I've been looking at the violence of some of our communities over the lifetimes of working on heaps of people, and I'm finding you've got so many angry spirits in there because of what you did in the past, and they've never been cleared. You've got to bring the spirits up, change time so it can never happen in the future, and then release the spirit and all of a sudden all the mental trauma stops. Well, you understand how to do it, it's so easy. You know, as I said, we've we, we got 1,300 students trained, but my God, you need someone in every mental health institution. You need somebody in every hospital trained. I can go on. You need people trained just for the military. You need people trained. Look how many police officers, ambulance officers, firemen, People take triple O calls. That's the biggest suicide rate against all of them. Emergency call numbers, because they're taking stuff over the phone that can jump them from clients. You really got to send the game, and they're not getting cleared. You know, we worked on people for the Attorney General's Department where they do the records of murder sites, and they've got to go in, they've got all the photos, everything, they've got to put it all together. And they're told, suck it up and get used to it. Well, they've been coming to us because of trauma, because they've taken on stuff from what they're seeing. It's a multidimensional world. We have to start to broaden our horizons and understand everything's not purely simply an external world of physicality. There is an invisible world which is more powerful than the visible world. So you're doing tests to prove this existence, prove it's more than a theory, and you're going to present it to the established community we're, we're, we're doing some tests at present yeah. with you know you've seen you've seen you've seen this how you talk to water crystals and put a bit of paper or something on them and they take form the crystals when they're frozen they take form okay so as i said we got a vial one vial of water from the tap water mm. they had some problems i wanted to find out what it was so we started the water in from japan to here then we sent it back, we make some changes to it, and they took 12 photos, and out of the 12 photos, every single crystal changed for the positive. So we're doing more experiments next week with more issues. So you've got to remember one thing that's going on out there, and that's the Fukushima. 
Right now, it's still multiplying and growing. Right. If we can make changes, if we can make changes to the water crystals by changing the fruit in the memory, so we can put that water back in and change the memory of what's in the water, mm. and they've been done before. But everything else we did, and we know, has worked. So we're looking at a whole new level of it now. Let's see what we can do here on this level. Mm. Yeah, it's intriguing. Very intriguing. You're taking everything, all right. everything, no matter what it is. You can serve it a planting, you can serve it an anting, you can serve it a cockroach. Yeah, we're with, we work with injured animals. We teach students that are working in, in, in places that work with injured animals how to serve the animal in and how to work on the animal and then put the spirit back in and watch the change in the animal. They're traumatized. Everything is alive. And we just have to acknowledge this universe and its laws to acknowledge these life forms. Because you're not going to work with them unless you understand. The universe is only going to work with you when you work with it, when you acknowledge it, and it'll work with you. And it's very, very powerful in what it can do. Right. <laughs> this, is, um, this is really um, a, lot, a lot to take in in one session. There is, believe me, and my students, it's a week at the end of the week. At the end of the week, you know, I said, take it away, what we've taught you, just let it sink in. Your spirit's already got it. Let it sink in. And it's the same as your people out there in the audience. One of the things that take place out there in the audience is, you know, I want the spirit of all you people out there listening to this to awaken from your amnesia and to remember who you are. Because you see, the spirit's been asleep for a long time. And that's our choice. We have failed to listen to it. We're letting the soul dictate the programs of similarity. And we're stuck in time of the programs of the soul. How many times your spirits say, don't go there. And you decide to go there. You say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You didn't listen. Thank you. Mm. Maybe you listen, communicate to it to work with you. And it's very, very powerful. And that's what we need to get to. You know, look at illness today. An illness, in other words, disease. Disease is exactly that, dis at ease. Because we have seven bodies, six invisible bodies and one visible body, which is what we're looking at today, physical reality. Mm. But there's another six bodies there, invisible, on different dimensions of you. Mm. And you can have things attached to those bodies that are affecting you. So you can learn to understand how to deal with these bodies in the invisible out here. You can photograph them, as I said, with killing photography. You, know, you can surrogate people in and go on machines and do a different body reading when they're in your body. You're working on them. We've done all this. It's really understanding. We've done a lot of research. 30, I've been 50 years of doing this and 50 years of research. Never had one cent of funding. Curly and because it's not the mainstream system. It's outside of their way of thinking. Right. <laughs> very much so. Now, Peter, I will ask you a question very soon. Um, but I just wanted to ask you, how do you do Kirlian photography for a full body? Generally, it's smaller things like fingertips or hands. And you, have, you have machines today, some of the new machines, that you can be walking around the room and they can be videoing you and they're videoing all the auras and colours around you that are moving around you, all the energies, which are different bodies. Okay. Okay. I have one such camera that does that. And it is, it is incredible. Um, actually, we're going to have that exp on sometime. The person who invented it, he's a, um, he's a man from the UK. Okay. Um, now, Peter Van Hoove asks the question, what is happening with children and forced vaccination? <laughs> well, don't get me wrong on that one. <laughs> well, I'll give you now. You've got, to run, you've got to understand and you've got to start thinking outside the square. Mm. Who's running our world and what's their agenda? Think about it. Mm. I'll tell you now, it is not humans. When men go into secret societies and they're put into positions of power, he who enters the game of another subject laws the game, these men are taken over by some of these forces. And right now, these beings that used to belong, this used to be their world. They want this world back. Thank you. They want to come from another dimension back in this dimension. What do they want to do? Look at Agenda 21. What's Agenda 21? They move to Agenda 25. They want the world population reduced by the year 2021 
to move it now to 2025. How are they going to do that? You don't tell me it's not deliberate. <laughs> Go and look at some of the new medication they're putting out. They do. They do not have to have any proof that it works. Right. right. Another medication, the proof won't be known until 2025. When they look back and say, how many people died and how many didn't? Mm. Yeah, it's pretty serious stuff. Uh, we've had another two questions come in. This is um, another question from um, Glenn Bamrod. I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Glenn. Um, he asks... Have you dealt with Morgellons patients? And what are your thoughts? Morgellons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while, but um, we've had a couple of Morgellons. Yes. Actually, the very first time I did it, a few, 10 years ago, and I remember a guy rang up for a session, I said, look, they're saying it's contagious, I don't know, so I said, look, what I'll do, I'll surrogate you in. So I surrogate the guy in on the table, and I went in and we looked at it, and I did like a trick most things, any life form, any life form at all yes. is a form of entity. It's alive. Yeah. So when we looked at it, we then do what I call I call the drug rundown I've got, where I, I can hit things, universal law, equal force, equal force, null and void, and I can hit things at 180 degrees and blow them out of the system, and then I go and I take it as an entity out of the system. Mm. Um, we did the same. Like I, I've had 10 clients with cervix cancer. Now, every single one of those clients went back to sexual abuse. Now think about it. Energy is only captured through stress. So where was the stress? In the cervical region. So that captured the energy. Now the energy being captured becomes a life form and it's growing. And eventually grows into a cancer. The cancer is an entity. So we go back and change time of abuse, we clear it all, don't go enough again and take him out. Within a week, all 10 cases, no cervical cancer. Now there's different forms of cancer. I don't go looking for cancer normally. I look for the cause effect of why it was. But there's different areas in your body for different reasons. But this was only cervix because of cervix, I understand energy is captured through stress, and that's the stress point where it's locked in. We find a lot of people with breast cancer, they don't like themselves as a female, and that locks into this area up here. And you can find out why they don't and change the dimension to clear those dimensions. See, everything has a, has a, a cause in the invisible, and the visible is only end product. So you've got to change the invisible if you want to change the visible. Okay. <laughs> Uh, now, Stephen Bradshaw, he wanted to do one up on all our other viewers, our other participants, and he's asked three questions in one. So we'll pick them off one by one. Okay. Uh, so probably just quick, quick answers for each. Um, can everyone benefit from clearing with holographic kinetics? Anybody can have a clearing with holographic kinetics, providing, now providing, providing one, your intense right. Yeah. In other words, in other words, if I'm just coming along to find out what you're doing, you're wasting my time. But if you tell you've got a problem and you want to look at it, and you're prepared to go and look at it where your spirit takes you to, yep. then yes, no problem. Okay. You can have a session. Remember, there are, there are multiple parts of us. First off is when we access the spirit, the spirit will take you exactly where you need to go. Some people on the table are looking down the time track of the soul. And I remember, when I was five years old, that's the soul, remembers. Then you've got the ego coming in, and all the ego rubbish in the headspace coming in and trying to run the show. But then you've got the entities in there too, and other forces that are trying to run and come in, put their two bobs worth in, because nobody wants to be homeless. If we find them, we take them out, then they're going to be homeless, aren't they? Understand? Yeah. No one wants to be homeless. Please, please don't be homeless. So they're going to try to put their two bobs worth in and stop you. A lot of the time they'll try and stop you from even coming from the session. Yes. Because they know. They know what you're there for. <laughs> uh, part B of the question, uh, is there anything we can do to clear issues on our own that we're unaware of? Look, the hardest part is that you can't be in two dimensions at once. Okay. So just say, example, just say, that this issue was set up three lifetimes ago. Every lifetime it comes through and it's activated again in this lifetime. Well, you can't be back in that past lifetime and this dimension at the same time to see what happened <coughs> and integrate 
you can go back and look at the soul. You can try to look at things in this lifetime and be at point zero so you're not reacting. You see, action and reaction is what feed the life forms. Point zero, you become the observer to the game and you don't react. And therefore, you're not feeding by being the observer. Remember, everything needs to be fed. Okay, so back to the question, is there anything we can do ourselves to clear the issues? Of it on be at point zero, have a look at the issues yes. affecting you. Okay. Be at point zero. Yes, okay. You, Sometimes you, you can ask your spirit just, we like to say, okay, when did this start? And all of a sudden, bang, and see it. Thank you. Yeah. Go back and look at it. Okay. And realize I'm not a three-year-old anymore. I'm not a five-year-old anymore. Yes. I don't need that anymore. Okay. Let go of it, say, point zero, is the observer to the game. Remember, the observer does not react to the game. Most people react into games. But when you're an observer, you observe from point zero without reacting to any of the games around you. And believe me, everybody's playing games. And most of them are trying to get you into their game. The, uh, the last part to this question, which is uh, a good one to end the summer on, um, do you have an online beginner's course? No, no. A shame because it would be good if we did. I'd have thousands of people wanting. Mm. But the thing is, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. We have to teach you the process step-by-step -step physically of yes. how to do this. We have to teach the process of what to listen to because people have no idea. There's four parts talking out of the body at any time. I can have your spirit talking. I can have the ego talking. I can have the soul talking. And I can have entities talking. Who's talking to me? And that comes with experience knowing who's talking. Okay. And we teach our students the keys to understand who's talking. Okay. Well, before we end up, is there, how, how can people get hold of you? If they go to www.holographickinetics.com, go okay. to the webpage. Yes. You know, we're going to be, um, we're, we're in um, Canada, Toronto in September, um, wow. Vancouver in September, and August will be in LA. And Australia, of course, with Australia, well, Next week, we're in Sunshine Coast, then we're in Byron Bay. Then I think October will be in Sydney, and then November will be in Melbourne. Every month, we're somewhere different teaching around the world. Great, great. Can't keep up with it. There's nothing <laughs> like it. There's nothing like it out there, and, and it gets massive results. I would say that it'll be, it's quite a safe comment to make. That there's nothing quite like that out there. <laughs> there is nothing like it. That's, that's the beauty. It is unique. <laughs> As I said, Aboriginal culture, most of the old culture ways have been forgotten. Yes, yes. I'm just lucky that I was born knowing the old ways and I've just gone down the road, I want to know more, I want to know more determinism to understand more and then look at the science behind it and take it. You know, I'm 73 years old. I'm still doing 100 hours a week. Okay. You know what I mean? But most of those hours are sleeping. <laughs> 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 I shouldn't. I, sh I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I'm a Kiwi, so I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? It's been fantastic having you on our show. It's been very enjoyable, and you've said many things which have um, got me thinking. And and today, and today would never be the same. <laughs> be never be the same. Yeah, if, yeah. I don't know what to say. Well, there's a lot more. There's, there's a lot more information. Um, that we pop at this, but it's just a bit of a breakdown of some of what we're doing and some of, and there's many different areas like I said we're getting results into. Yes. Um, and we understand on a bigger scale things in our world. I mean, when you get this level that we're at and we start working with this universe, which is a very intelligent being, mm -hmm. we can actually start changing what we're doing. We can change physical reality, which we've done. And, and this is why we're doing more things now um, with the water. We're looking at other things in the future that need to be done and doing it. And we have research groups all around the world. Our students meet up and have research groups, and we're researching targets around the world to make changes for the future, better the system of the future. Right. And that's what we need to be doing. It is. Well, it is. Now, there's people that, have got, that are going to have very different views 
uh, of your own. But at the end of the day, it comes down to no harm. You're not doing a harm and you're doing a service. There's a reason why you are nominated for Australian of the Year. You must be doing good and good for the community. And the other thing here is what we do is by using the universal laws, and that is you cannot destroy anything in this universe. So what we do is even with the interdimensional stuff, it's a win-win. They get to survive, they get to grow, they get to evolve, but they just can't invade another body. That's it. By mm -hmm. applying the laws that are out there. And when these, agrees, when these beings agree to these laws that we lay out, then it's a valid agreement through time and space fraternity. So it's a win-win for everybody. People are no longer being manipulated by forces that aren't theirs. They're not being manipulated and doing things that they have no control over. They're taking back control of their own vehicle. So it's a win-win. Right, right. Fantastic. Okay, well, thank you very much for coming on to our show and um, giving us your time so generously. And You're more than welcome. And throwing all these curveballs at us. Just when you think you understand life, the universe, and everything, there's someone that comes along and, um, and changes it. <laughs> I remember I've been 50 years of researching. To me, this is old hack, most of the stuff. We just, we're looking, we're still moving in the future. I've always been, always been 20 years ahead of everybody, and I'll still be 20 years ahead of everybody because we're looking at research now as they've gone to. We're accessing areas now as they've gone to. Yes. And that's it. You just keep moving forwards in life. Mm -hmm. Don't get stuck in time. Too many people are stuck back there in time. They need to move forward. That's a good closing statement. Steve Richards, thank you so much for coming on our show. Have a, have a fantastic uh, evening. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye-bye.